0: Now Lady Muleo on SAFM. So, it's the talk shop here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Let's get a how to guide uh, for people who want to claim with the road accident fund. I'm in studio with Liseko Mashishi Magala, an occupational therapist who specializes in. Accident medical uh, legal services, and also assists patients in a number of these cases. Mm. Except, uh, welcome back to the talk shop. Thank you, thank you for having me, darling. It's always great to be here. I think it's been two years actually since we've had you on the show.
1: Oh, it's not that long ago. Maybe a, a year. or not. Okay, just <laughs> a year, over a, a year. year.
0: <laughs> well, well, welcome back. Um, just quickly, I mean, obviously we're going to give people a how-to guide on on on, on claiming from the road accident fund, but I want to start right at the basics and not take anything for granted.
1: Yeah. Um. What is the Road Accident Fund and the work of the Road Accident Fund? Okay, so uh, basically the Road Accident Fund is there to provide a a social security safety net. So for all road users in South Africa. So they have a system that ensures that if you're involved in an accident, you know, there's some form of compensation for your medical costs. And uh, they look at general damages that m- might have occurred due to the injury, yes. uh, any loss of support, and even costs for the funeral. So it, it's basically there to make sure that victims of road accidents uh, are, are able to to get some form of compensation from whatever that loss that may have occurred during that period right Mm. right and 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 um
0: you know is there a wide awareness of the work of the road accident fund i mean you work with a a lot of patients Mm. have you found that patients don't even realize that the road accident fund is there
1: you know what Uh, actually now people know that there is you know such a thing as the road accident fund but not all people actually engage with the road accident fund you know mm. a lot of people that we see are actually from disadvantaged backgrounds where where you know they are represented by lawyers and mm. so on you know because they don't have insight on that they can actually go and claim because if you think about it you know we actually take it for granted especially the middle class people they don't usually claim mm. but let's say for example you you injure your uh, somehow your throat, and then your God forbid, oh, you know, then your that. voice, you know, then your voice is affected. There's yeah. so many factors that come into play that it means you might be okay now, but as the years go on, you are not able to do the work that you are doing right. now. And you know, maybe there's some degeneration or whatever to the injury. Mm. So people neglect. Uh, Claiming the road accident fund Because it it seems a tedious process The administration is tedious The claim can take anything You know, from three to five years To settle So that is where You know, I feel that people need greater awareness that you you should actually take the time to go through that process if you've been involved in a motor vehicle accident because you don't know in 10 years how that injury is going to start impacting on your life. Yeah, and how do you assist some of these patients then? So, uh let's say for example if someone chooses to go through so so you can either go directly to the fund okay. uh to, to lodge your claim or you are represented by an attorney. So the process is for example if if it's uh you fractured a bone, so there's a number of specialists that then the lawyer will send you to. First, being the uh, orthopedic surgeon, then occupational therapist, industrial psychologist, and then it will go to the actuarial scientist. And this is all to come up with a value for for how much you yeah. are. Yeah. Yes. So you know the the first step would be the the RAF form one, which the RAF prov- provides, where the 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 actual Information about the accident and the validity of the accident is verified, mm-hmm. and then the RAF uh, form four, where we now determine uh, it's a serious injury assessment. You know whether you qualify to be able to claim or or not. Okay, right. So. Uh, for example, the, the occupational therapist, once once the person has seen the orthopedic surgeon and the surgeon has said this fracture uh, will probably, you know, it, it won't heal the way it should and the person will need an op in 10 years or so on, then we see how that injury will I- impact on your day-to-day life. Okay. Like, if you're a mother, you can't lift your kids anymore, you can't stay your pup anymore, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you can't go, like, um, assist with anything that requires the use of your hands, your hands yeah. you know. And even with the type of work that you do, we establish using standardized testing methods and our clinical observation whether or not uh, you would still be able to do that work that you're doing now. And mm-hmm. if not, what type of work? So this is your earning potential, your earning capacity, right. what type of work you could be able to do. Right. So that is why then there's a whole, uh, it's a whole streamlined process, you know, where in between uh, claimants start becoming agitated. and Because they, it
0: is so many steps that one yes, needs to
1: take. And right. that the law, the lawyers are taking their money and this and that. But when it's actually just... The normal process of things that it does take a number of years.
0: Okay, well, I, I want to maybe take a few steps back before we get into the processes, and, and we'll go further into the processes. I know that. Um, but let's talk about who is entitled to make a claim uh, with the road accident fund. So it's, it's if you have been involved um, in a motor accident, right? So yes. is that pedestrians as well? Yes. If someone is deceased within that accident,
1: can family members also claim? Yes. Okay. Certainly. Uh, so, so, I think what the most important part uh, now is where, where the legal fraternity steps in is to determine the merits of the case. So, let's say if you were the driver in the accident, mm-hmm. and um, being the driver, you now we have to they have to establish the the blame mm. and the level of negligence on your part. Right. So they have to establish how much. Do they apportion to that yeah so that is where actually where it becomes a little bit sticky mm. yeah yeah but otherwise everybody can claim it's just when now the legal fraternity has to establish the merits of the claim mm. that is when the problem comes in.
0: Well I'm going to open up lines for questions because I imagine that there'll be quite a few. Um, have you ever considered claiming from the uh, road accident fund? Um, give us a call if you have questions for our guest Lise um, Mashishi An occupational therapist who specializes in um, accident medical legal services And has assisted patients in a number of cases so, so if you have questions for her, give us a call 0891104207 Or send us your SMS to the number 34701 We'll take you through the steps, alright So how you begin to claim When you need to, to claim When the latest is that you need to be claiming First step, all right. The accident has taken place. Um, At at what point do I then need to start the claiming process?
1: Well, fortunately for us, now in the hospitals there are already people that are readily available to to help with filling in the RAF claim form one, okay, which is the first step. So immediately from that point, you know, that is when uh, they gather your medical records and all of that. But the best is to wait for. You know, to go through all your medical treatment at that time after the accident, if there's any operations that need to be done, wait for that to happen. Any physical rehabilitation or mental rehabilitation, right. so that you actually have all that medical documentation to submit for your claim.
0: Right. So the rehabilitation, and in, in some cases, can take up to Four, you know, um, it can take a really mm, long time. Mm, We're talking about a year, sometimes maybe two years. So, what, yeah. you know, how long does one have to to start that claiming process?
1: Um, I'm not quite sure on whether or not there is a cut-off time, mm-hmm. but I do know that we, uh, that it's often advised for you to 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 go through until you get to to the maximum medical improvement. Mm-hmm. You know, for you to start lodging the the claim. Okay. Um, I should have that
0: information here, and I'll – okay, so here it is. Um, If you know the identity of the driver who caused the accident or the owner of the the vehicle, the claim must be lodged within three years from the date of the accident or from the date on which the claim arose. Um, Once a child turns 18, he or she has a three-year period in which to claim the lodge as well. That's if um, the the claimant is under the age of of 18. And if you don't know the identity of the uh, driver or owner of the vehicle, the claim must be lodged within two years from the date of the accident. So that gives you you quite quite a substantial substantial amount amount of time. time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that really does. What is it that one needs to have? I mean, you you talk about the the first form um, documents that one needs to
1: have as the process then continues. So, obviously, it's the accident reports, details of the people that are involved in the accident, the drivers, and so on. The medical records, hospital records are vital. Okay. And then any documentation that is then required by the RAF, which would be the Form 1, the Form 4, or the, or the Form 3, which is actually the accident report in itself.
0: Okay. All right. And, and Okay. So, I'm going to open up the lines for questions. Kalala's in Cape Town. Kanala. good evening.
2: Evening Matt, man. Evening to your kids.
0: Yes, thank you for calling. Just
2: uh, i use the road, I find it very interesting. But I'll be having like four or five questions, possible. You
0: okay, well, your line is terrible. We'll try and get as many of them as we possibly can. Can I, let's give it a shot?
2: Okay. The first question would be, is there any specific road that is, like, identify as if the accident happened in that road, then is the road accident found?
0: Say that's that again, Kalala. Question.
2: say that again. I'm saying if there is specific roads in this country where they identify those roads as, if you make an accident on those roads, then it is a road accident found, you can claim, not in any other road.
0: Okay, that's, an, okay, that's, that's a good question, right?
2: Yeah, the second one is, if I'm the one who made an incident, and I drive on it, and I die. You are the driver,
0: example, yeah.
2: yeah, maybe, for example, the tire place or something else. And then I die. Can mm-hmm. my family claim? Okay. Or oh, maybe if I survive and then after investigation they find out that no matter on my vote, So maybe very good track for can I, my entitlement to still claim?
0: Okay.
2: And then if I'm a foreigner but legally in the country as I am now. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, that's okay. I'll ask
0: about can that I as well. Them. Okay, Those good question. Questions. No, those are three questions. Okay. Kalala, thanks for calling. Um, The first one, are there specific roads? So are there roads that one can claim from a road (laughs) that one cannot claim from if there's an accident that takes place on a specific road?
1: No. All all roads that we use in South Africa, so any road accident, that is what the scheme is there for. So there's no, that if you travel on this road, you're not uh, um, covered and so on. Right.
0: Okay, and then, and then there was an issue, and, and I think we've answered this one around one um, having passed away in an accident, the family can claim. We mentioned that yes, already. Yes,
1: um, What about foreign nationals? yes they can claim because they uh, if you sustain the accident within south african borders mm. you you are eligible to claim okay
0: great one i'll take more calls on 0891104207 or send us your SMSs on the number 34701 so what is it that i can claim for is it is it just for medical expenses what is what, what is it that i'm able to claim for
1: so it's the medical expenses and then, like we discussed, the general damages. So those things that require more of your your narrative, your life, what does your life require of you uh, if you're living with pain da- daily, you mm. know, that that is where we establish to what degree are your life roles affected. Right. So then there's a, there's a, a lump sum that can be claimed there. And then also... Uh, loss of earnings mm. looking at from now until the age of retirement. Mm. How have you been affected in your particular field or your occupation? And if you need to remaster, you know, what is it going to take? Is it realistic? Is it viable? Or would you need to be compensated in terms of your loss in earning capacity until retirement age? Right. Right,
0: okay, and do we need to perhaps understand what is regarded as serious injuries and what, you know, perhaps you, is it serious enough for one to claim for?
1: Yes, so that is where the RAF form comes in. So these then are medical experts that have gone through the AMA guidelines training where they actually give a percentage to your whole person impairment. So you would have to meet 30%. And if you don't meet 30%, uh, then they look at the narrative that, uh, however, even if your 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 injury is below this percentage, but looking at, uh, you know, your narrative, you are uh, eligible to claim. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I have an SMS here that says, I was hit in 2013. I have an attorney, but I'm still waiting. Um. What I'd like us to do, actually, if possible, is call the person back who sent this SMS so we can get more details. Um, On that person's uh, challenges Of what exactly has gone on mm. 2013, that's almost six years ago so sure. Three years ago, sorry, so that's been a while Let's find out what's happening there But you said it can be a long process
1: It can take up to five years at a time Yes, okay. it, 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 de- it depends at what stage The claim is at yeah. Do I need an attorney to claim? Not necessarily mm. You know, not necessarily What I've seen with my experience You know, m- more uh, the higher claims people opt for an attorney because they try to get as much out of, uh, you know, their circumstance as possible. Mm. You know, the attorneys really invest their time in making sure the person sees the relevant experts and they extract what they can from the matter. Yeah. But you can di- claim directly from the RAF you know, on your personal capacity and then the RAF will assist you through the process. Because
0: a lot of uh, legal um, institutions that offer those services will advise that, you know, if you have been involved in an accident and you are then approached with the RAF documentation in the hospital, do not sign, do not fill it in, call the attorney first so that they're able to assist you with the filling in of the forms and the entire process. So what is best, to fill in the (laughs) form yourself or to call an attorney to help you through with the process?
1: Well, I, I can only comment on this from a personal point right. of view Because either or works But I would go the attorney route Because sometimes, you know, especially when you don't understand the system And the legalities behind it And uh, exactly how far you need to be compensated mm. People that deal with that who are attorneys You know, are, are better able to make sure that you you get uh, your maximum compensation
0: Okay, well, we got the SMS earlier um, and we have the person that sent the SMS through with Siabonga in German. Siabonga, good evening. Welcome to the talk shop and thanks for sending in your SMS. Hello. Hi,
3: Siabonga. Good evening. Welcome
0: to the talk shop. Okay. Are you speaking to Siabonga? Yes. So, so you sent in that SMS saying you were in an accident in 2013. You're still waiting. What What exactly has happened so far?
3: Yes, I was hit by a car and I was uh, admitted at Nadal Street Hospital. and then I was uh, I had done acting on behalf of myself, and then I'm still waiting.
1: Yeah, sure. Any questions then uh, So uh, If you can just explain what, what what happened after your meeting with the attorney, did you have a consultation with the attorney, or was it just an exchange of details?
3: Yes, I had a consultation and I had to various hospitals, uh, um, private hospitals for the checkups, and uh, I think I went uh, about eight checkups.
1: Mm. So it sounds like you probably went uh, for your medical legal assessments with various, with numerous doctors. Right. Yes. Yes, so what I would advise you to do is is to consult again with your attorney because you have yes. that right to ask at what stage are we you know with the matter? Is the matter going on trial or are they se- or are they taking settlement? You know it's just to it feels like the, uh, the attorney has already put in a lot of work by taking you to various medical experts mm. so it's just yes. a communication. Uh, a breakdown, you know, where you're not understanding what still needs to happen. By when will this process be uh, complete?
0: Yes. Yeah. So, will you do that, Sebala? Have you have you been in touch with the with your attorney so far?
3: Um, I last spoke to him about. Uh, I think it was. Uh, November. Okay, day. so
0: maybe get an, get an update, mm-hmm. get an update from your attorney. You have the right to, to call him and say, you know, where are we, how far are we with the process? Sieranga. Thanks for sending in your SMS. Um, okay, can I, a, yes, me, can, yes, I, can I... go ahead. Can
1: I
3: have a telephone number of road accident firm so that I can find out what, where...
1: Can you do that? Can steps? you contact the road accident directly? Yeah. Yes, no, definitely, but you would need to have, you know, all the information of the accident and... The claim and all of that, but that you can get on the uh, official RAF website. Okay, okay. so
0: so Sibanga, keep listening on the radio. We'll give out those details just before we wrap up this discussion. Lwandile is in Polokwane.
1: Okay,
0: thank you. Thank you, Lwandile is in Polokwane. Good evening. Thanks for calling, Lwandile. Lwandile. Oh, yes. yes so thanks for calling. <laughs> yes. Hi. How are you? Very
4: well. What are you? What's What's your question, Lwandile? Okay, my question is, I've got a friend of mine who was involved in a car accident,
0: mm-hmm.
4: um, terribly that he's actually paralyzed. Mm. So what I wanted to check is, um, Edward, does, he, does he now have to claim, or because obviously he cannot write, I mean he's been on life support since, um, so how how do we go about it then? Is how long ago was the accident? It's about, uh, it's almost a year now, so okay. It last year. Yeah. So what does, what
0: does he do? Because now he's not able to go through the processes
1: himself. Can a family member step in? Yes, definitely. And that's what needs to happen. You know, whether you're going to claim directly from the fund or an attorney, he's obviously yeah. someone that would then need a family member to assist with going through that whole process because then the medical documents and, you know, the yeah. facts of the matter will speak for itself, the accident report and all of that.
4: Okay, and then, so we can uh, go ahead. I mean, he's obviously married and all that. Yeah. Yes. So we can go ahead with the, with the claim, and the, the spouse can obviously um, assist with that. With
1: that, yes, definitely.
4: Oh, okay. So we contact the RAF, uh, RAF directly, and then they'll tell us what we need to do.
1: Yes. So you can either oh, contact okay. the RAF, or, or you, you can, can get, get an a law an attorney that deals with third-party claim. That deals with it. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. Yeah, right. But, you but you know I would really audio. encourage you to do that because it sounds like, you know, this, the injuries qu- sound quite severe mm. and quite life altering.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's actually very, very severe and it's, it's recovering very slowly. Mm. So I think, yeah, we need obviously some funds to just basically um, take care of it. Yeah, of to your, assist the family. Know, going forward. So, yes. Yeah, so we just wanted to find out how do we go about it and all that. But it's fine, we'll call the office.
0: Um, yeah, thank you yep. so You're much.
4: You're a good and friend, friend. Landile. Thanks for calling. Uh, Namsa oh. from Cape Town. Namsa, good evening. Good
0: evening. Um, I'm coming from
4: Cape
2: Town. Mm. My son was in an accident in 2010. Mm. Sure. And and then we were we've been through an, an attorney. But now, last year in January, we were told that the settlement was made. But we're still waiting until today. They wrote us a letter. No, to see if we, we're going to get a curator or they're going to select a curator for, for, for him. We've been
1: waiting since last January.
0: Oh, yes. sure. Okay. So
1: what, what's going on there? Oh, goodness. Uh, a number of things could be happening. Mm. But again, it's about communication and mm. knowing that you have the right to go to your attorney, to contact your attorney, to find out what's happening with the matter and to check all that information that the attorney is giving you with the RAF. So you can inquire about your, your, your son's claim directly to the RAF to hear, you know, what actually needs to be happening in that process but possibly because then uh, a curator then needed to be appointed. You know, it might just be an administrative delay or there could be something else behind that. But the RAF will always give you information on how the claim was settled and, you know, if the funds were paid. Is
0: there an organisation, an an ombudsman perhaps, that, uh, you know, in, in, in situations like the one that Noms is talking about, where one can go and complain about some of these challenges?
1: Well, I think... Um, I'm not so sure about that, but I know that the legal fraternity has its own bodies where if you're having a challenge with an attorney, you can contact them. Hmm. But I know that the RAF also assists with giving you information to, you know, if your, your matter has been settled and if the money has been paid out and you have not... Uh, receive that money because that is then uh, it borders around fraudulent activity and mm. all of that so there is, there there are you know, mediums for that
0: Yeah, um, are there any more callers? No, alright, let's see some of the SMS's that have come in, my mother died in a bus accident in 1988 sure. um, I t- our, our attorney told us that we had no claim as Patco was not liable for the accident, David so too late for them to do something about that
1: Oh, th- that would need a legal person. Yeah, yeah, to okay. comment on that. Yeah.
0: Um, another one that says this is from Joe and Peter book. Some attorneys have been known to be chowing RAF monies. Has this problem been resolved? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, you know what? I think that's also one of the biggest. Misconceptions. You know, I always say to someone, even if you're going to go to a doctor, Mm. it's not about the profession, it's about the person that you are dealing with. Mm. So, obviously, when someone is handling your claim, you must check their track record, there's ethical considerations, but also this prolonged administrative period tends to make people feel like the attorneys have, have held their yeah. money without doing the necessary investigation that was that money paid out yes mm. and by when should they have received the money so uh, it's shame it's quite a misnomer it just depends on what kind of professional you are dealing with mm. in that particular attorney did you do your homework about the law firm how long have they been doing uh, road accident fund claims
0: yeah uh, another sms here that says i was involved in an accident and my back was injured only in the third year i start, in the third year i started to feel pain and i forgot mm. about the accident because i was not uh, hurt. By the time I realized it was the accident, it was over three years. I went through all treatment um, uh, with an orthopedic surgeon, but um, I was told, "Sorry, it's too late to claim." I'm in pain every day. That's from uh, Makoto in, in Johannesburg. Yeah. In Makoto-
1: and you know these are some of the injuries that go. You know, it's soft tissue injuries. Hmm. You know that cause recurring pain that sometimes fall through the cracks. Hmm you know so i don't know in terms of the time period whether she would still be able to claim yeah. but she can consult a legal person on that because yeah. if there's if there's reasonable cause of why she had not yet claimed and so on mm. you know yeah but soft tissue injuries really do fall through the cracks because people only start feeling that when something else has triggered it Hmm. you know. Okay, well, I'm going to give out the contact details of the Road Accident Fund just so you're able to, perhaps if
0: you um, would like to get in touch with them, get more information, the website, raf.co.za Very simple, raf.co.za um, The head office telephone number is 021-621-1691 I'll say that out again Oh, one, oh I said oh, 021 <laughs> 012, apologies, that's in Pretoria 012-621-1691 Nine one. Okay, so make use of those details. Um, some of the services that you are able to, to help us out with as well,
1: Lethal. So at Limitless Occupational Therapy Services, we obviously do the medical legal assessments uh, throughout any third party claim, whether it be road accident or medical negligence or personal injury. And then we also do. We also have pediatric services for mm. children with learning barriers. And we do um, employee wellness packages. You know, we offer EAP systems and things like that in the workplace that enhance productivity and ensure staff retention. Right. So that's our core business.
0: Okay. Do we need perhaps to get your contact details as well?
1: You can visit our website Mm -hmm. at www.limitlessot.co.za. Or you can contact our head office, which is in Pretoria. It's 012-342-9529. Again? 012-342-9529. All
0: right. Lissero, thank you so much for giving us your time.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I hope mm. you gained a lot of insight. I
0: think we did. Lissero <laughs> Mashishi Madlala is an occupational therapist. It's such a pleasure chatting to you. And I hope it won't be another year um, <laughs> till we chat again. Of course All right. You're still on the talk shop on SAFM South Africa's news and information leader February is Reproductive Health Month And we'll uh, find out more about you know, What awareness campaigns are out there uh, To really talk to infertility and fertility Call in with your questions I've got uh, Angela who will speak to us next Angela is the Setup Director At the Infertility Awareness Association of South Africa We'll chat to Angela after this